Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. It's a breezy, breezy, breezy day. It's rained. And when it rains, it pours. That means uh, we don't really have so much of stable internet when it rains. We start like checking to see maybe uh, everything is good and fine. And I like the fact that the cloud services these days are improving. I mean, MTN with 5G. I can't wait. I'm, I'm here for the boundless uh, possibilities uh, that technology is offering. Welcome, guys. Welcome to Cruise Control. My name is Buki, your host as usual. On this show, we usually talk to game changers, rather, change drivers, and, of course, people doing innovative stuff in the um, tech ecosystem. And today is no different. I'm going to be talking to a software engineer specializing in enterprise and cloud-native applications and also currently working with an integration consultant at InfoBeep. This person, no other software people, they are like very genius, genius. So I'm going to be touching his head and saying, please give us some of your knowledge uh, around the the subject of uh, customer service. Right now, if you're new in the tech space, the buzzing word is chatbot, chatbot, chatbot everywhere and artificial intelligence. Gosh, if you're on my show, I'm sure... I'm sure you know how we roll. We always have information in that regard. And today I'll be speaking with Jasper. Jasper is going to be t- t- letting us know how important chatbots are and how we can automate our customer services for our businesses. And of course, how we, the customers for these businesses, can also get, uh, get a good customer engagement and support that we need. Hi, Jasper. Hello. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Cruise Control. How are you feeling? How is the weather with you? Yeah, thank you for this opportunity. Well, it's just cloudy over here. It's cloudy. It's rained over here already, but it's back to being cloudy, like dark and everything. I've I've, I've told people to stop saying weather for two because that's not an excuse to be innovative. No, 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 no. Weather for facing technology, coding, doing something. No lazy lazy weather around here. Uh, So... (laughs) On that note, I'm going to ask you how you're feeling on a scale of 1 to 10. How are you feeling today? And this is in regards to how technology is shaping our life and turning things around. How are you feeling about it? Um, eight. Eight. That's a good number. <laughs> Quite high. Yeah. You're high-spirited. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. It's actually a good thing that um, we have these um, innovations um, coming up here and there you know more like every day we wake up we are seeing or meeting one new thing or the other so sure it keeps us on our toes yeah i i shared that i shared that with you because i recently complained about how my network provider changed their dialing codes and it just kind of i was supposed to be angry but then again i took up the challenge i'm like okay it's been so long that i've been using this code i think my brain needs some grease so i started like exercising some part of my brain to uh get all the codes and there are so many more than 10 and you have to use this thing constantly so you have to always change these from back old to new old to new but I'm, i'm i'm getting good at it so um i feel i feel like a five <laughs> i'm catching up i'm catching up 
So I was, I was during the introduction. I was talking about the buzzword around this tech landscape right now. It's um, automation. Everything seems to be automated. But before I jump into that, I would really like my audience to know who I'm speaking with. So I know I've introduced you, but I would like a, a proper introduction from you. What do you do? How do you do what you do, and why? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not something I'm great at, but okay. So, like you said, my name is. I'll just see what you said. My name is Jasper. I'm a software engineer. I'm currently working as an integration consultant at InfoBeep. InfoBeep is um, a communication platform that um, focuses on helping um, businesses communicate more efficiently with their customers over different channels, SMS, emails, um, WhatsApp, Viber, Messenger, you name it. So, uh, I mean, tech is fun, tech is life, you get to build stuff and yeah, it gets to keep you indoors and safe. Does it ever <laughs> get boring doing what you do? I won't say it get boring, but uh, it gets tiring sometimes. So then you have to watch a movie mm. or do something else and then come back. You listen to music also? Who doesn't listen to music? Ah, <laughs> you'd be surprised. There are some people who are so focused with work or um, achieving the next big thing that they don't they don't have time for musical pleasure. So you would be surprised. <laughs> Say congratulations to them. So I'm just thinking, before you became a software engineer, what were you doing? Or have you always wanted to be a software engineer and now you're just being a software engineer? Yeah, I mean, I haven't had any career shifts. So this is just me right out of school. Mm-hmm. But then, before then, I was in school. So... I feel, I feel like people who, who uh, take up tech careers are always in school. They've always got one course or learning programs that they're on. Every single time they're learning something, every single time they have a course or an exams that they're supposed to pass to be able to advance to the next level of their career. So you kind of understand. Mm-hmm. So now let's just move into the conversation proper, proper, because I'm looking for how to get you up and jiggy on this show. Uh-huh. I want that uh, spirit of eight. Yes, the high spirits to come out. So let's talk about something you're super interested in, which is automation. And as a software engineer, please break this down for us. What is a chatbot? And of course, describe how chatbot has become AI powered. Okay. In the simplest form that you could actually explain to uh, people who are interested in this uh, subject, but they don't know how to go about it. They don't even know the meaning. So let's start from there. So what is a chatbot and um, the operations of AI-powered chatbots? So basically, a chatbot is an application that responds to an interaction with a user in the context of chatting, you know, exchanging, exchanging messages over a messaging platform like WhatsApp or a custom one out of that. So, you know, instead of a human replying on the other side, we simply have an application that does that. So I think in the simplest form, that's what a chatbot is. Okay. So it's more like a fireside where you get your response. You ask a question and you get your response. Like a FAQ. I'm just thinking. Yeah, I mean, that is one of the use cases of a chatbot. So, yeah, it's one of the use cases of a chatbot. You know, a chatbot can be used for so many things self-service, FAQs, and uh, marketing. So, um, yeah. 
So let, let, let's look at the marketing aspect of it. So how can this chatbot help businesses with their marketing uh, strategy or marketing implementation? I mean, it is basically the same thing that uh, can be done over any communication channel. It involves, you know, one surveys. You know, you can use your chatbot to collect surveys from a user concerning how the user enjoyed your product or your service. You can also use that as a way of um, informing the user of, you know, other services and products you have and trying to engage the user. If, let's say, a user haven't used your products in a while, you can try to engage the user and use cases like that. So this, um, I'm just thinking, this chatbot, does it collate the data of the, the customer so that when the customer comes back, it kind of remembers the line of how this customer likes to be served? Sure. Like I said, the chatbot is basically an application. So it depends on um, how the application is um, programmed to run. Uh, some applications we will not want to, you know, store the details, but I think uh, on, on a basic level, details have to be stored. You know, that's to, that is how applications get to be able to do what they can do. Without data, an application will basically be nothing. So, yeah, data is stored and it also helps in the terms of when a life agent is meant to take over at some point. Um, the life agent can also go through what has been conversed and know where to jump in. I, I like the fact that you mentioned the life agent because in this space, we usually talk about everything that relates to techies and some techies have the fear that their jobs could be replaced depending on the, the, the service they, they render or offer. But right now, mm-hmm. since AI is coming into play, aside techies, even normal people going to their work, to their 9 to 5, to their offices or to their businesses are feeling like some of their colleagues or workers have to be replaced because it simplifies the system and of course it makes everything faster so do you think that this is possible that this ai powered chatbot is going to replace human labor in the workforce okay i think this question is out of the scope of chatbots entirely and more into ai and it's and it's no because you know, um you know some, some, some chatbots i was doing my research and i found that some chatbots are kind of ai powered because yeah, we actually have AI-powered chatbots, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just thinking because people are so scared that with these whole new technologies uh, springing up every day, that they are going to lose their job or their position um, in a company. So that's the reason why I'm asking. Honestly, I, 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 I can't say. I don't know. It depends on. You don't know where technology they carry us. They go. (laughs) (laughs) It it depends on your boss. It depends on your role. It depends on the value you bring. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know. So I mean, if 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 your employer feels that you know you can be replaced by a machine and maybe save costs by doing that Mm -hmm. and then get more things done, then it's possible. Just for which response, I'm just thinking when it gets to uh, you maybe pointing out who should go down, like not the way there's been layoff in the in the tech space, you're definitely going to have a hard time. Like, oh no, not you. I want you to stay. I don't want you to go. I know. I know. I can sense it. So I'm just thinking. I mean, the, the truth is that you can't actually replace human beings with applications. I mean, human beings are what makes 
applications applications without human beings mm-hmm. the applications are just there so for me i believe is people should not really see this and full disclaimer i'm stealing this from somebody's comments so um <laughs> <laughs> people should not see chatbots as their replacements they should see them as their assistant Mm. So um, the best thing you can do for yourself is try to get acquainted with what's, what's coming up, the new stuffs, how you can use them to help you and retain your role or even be more efficient in your role or get a better role. You know, So people should not really see them as their replacements or how life for something that is coming to destroy their life you know, and steal and destroy. <laughs> I think for me that was actually a good response. It's kind of reassuring just knowing that a software engineer is telling us this that you 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 as a human you still be in charge and in control of all these technologies. That's kind of reassuring. Um I'm just um uh, moving on now and I'm trying to put myself in all angles and uh see the reception of the the users of these chatbots. Because let me ask first, what are the kind of businesses that could use these automated customer services? Any business can. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any business that don't interact with stakeholders, customers, suppliers, employees, um, shareholders, you name it. So basically tech is an all-industry thing. So, so also are chatbots, so also are automations. I, th- I think the answer is good, but I'm just thinking for those people who are still trying to catch on. The fear of how to use this, or can they build it on their own? How how can they get this chatbot to help their businesses? W- what way do they go? Okay, so um, okay, you're talking about actually implementing the chatbot yes, into your organization. The tools, yes. I mean, there are so many tools now, and uh, the good thing is these tools have um, provided the ability for you to integrate them into your system you know so we all know that the big player in the game who if i would say started all these balls is chat gpt mm-hmm. i have not really played with it or played around with it but then i know that it has um, interfaces through actually um, integrates them with your system so uh, it's left for anyone who wants to um, make use of them to do their research properly and um, know which of these tools out there that will suit their needs. Most people are building tools up to, on, upon other tools, like um, some people are already extending ChatGPT and making them available on uh, you know other in other tools and all that. So it's just a matter of the interface that are being given to these tools. So if they are given the interface to which can um, integrate them yeah that's cool and i believe most of them does so that's basically it and also um the business also look at the costing you know the price of actually using this because um, not all these services are free i mean it's not actually sometimes, easy to sometimes they give you trial you, you yeah trial i mean it's not actually it's not actually easy to you know get an ai model to work so i don't i don't think anybody will be giving out an ai model for free so the cost should also be looked at and uh, basically that's it Okay, so just to uh, speak a little, even I think here at InfoBeep, we um, have this um, chatbot building tool. Um, it's called Answers, which you can actually use to um, build a chatbot on um, different channels, a WhatsApp chatbot, Telegram, Messenger, and yeah, other platforms as well, Viber, I, I believe. 
tools like this are stuff people can use to easily bring in this automation into their business. If they also feel that they want to build something of their own from the ground up, I mean, they can explore that, but then, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the fact that you guys are giving options to build from the ground up because some sometimes it's just like they already have a set of questions and uh, they just put it more. I already asked you about personalized responses and you said yes, as long as they collate their data. Um, I'm just now looking at the self-serving or engagement or support being provided by this uh, software. I personally, I'm going to use myself as an example. Lately, I wanted uh-huh. to register for medicals and the, the URL I was using was not correct. Something was missing. So I'm being directed to the alternate website and from the alternate website, I could not put my bookings in. So I struggled with that for like two weeks. Only for me, I was just told, oh, just call the customer care uh, response number straight. So I called and I waited for a really long time. They had this um, automation response that would come, you are number seven. Then another thing would come, which is the person's voice. Uh, That's an agent's voice uh, saying, be patient, don't worry. What number are you? So me listening to the agent speaking thinking the agent was talking to me directly not knowing that the agent just have to respond after the automation and go off i don't even know if the agent is also automated then i would respond that my number is seven and the thing after responding that my number is seven i would hear the uh robotic voice saying you are number seven so i'm like after doing this back and forth for a long time getting to number four i said i give up i don't understand i might want to respond or the robot to respond on my behalf letting me know the waiting number i'm on so sometimes it's kind of confusing i wanted to scream at that point like please just let me speak to an agent but it took a while it took a while i definitely got to the number uh one and spoke to an agent but i'm just thinking in that situation sometimes People are not so patient. We don't have time, especially looking at how everything is like microwave age right now. It has to be fast and prompt. Um, <laughs> do you think that customers' reception to this chatbot, is it, is it very welcoming or we're still building on trusting the chatbot system? Okay, so once again, we have deviated to a call center um I, I, I because i see that most businesses are now using it they, they don't have the time to just keep you waiting and say oh we are going to respond to you shortly but wait so if you have like questions that are, are that could be answered by this system they just push you to the direction okay go press this number isn't that how it works please correct me if i'm if i'm wrong yeah that's exactly how it works mm-hmm so I, I felt like they were utilizing both the chatbot system and the human uh, agent also together just to ensure that, you know how when you listen to robotic voice for a long time, you're just going to be so angry. I'm Nigerian. I'm sorry. I don't hide this side of me. I get quite impatient and all of that stuff. So I felt like the agent's voice was actually helping me calm my nerves or just uh, be patient with them it's putting the human factor to the system but i know i was not getting response to a human agent i got to the number where i could actually now speak to a person yeah so um basically when it comes to the call parts mm. i think um 
we we actually call it IVR. If we don't actually call it a chatbot in that sense anymore, interactive voice response. Okay. So uh, it's, it's basically the same concept, anyways. You know, mm-hmm. you have an application that has been programmed to um, give responses based on um, certain inputs that it gets, mm-hmm. and obviously um, we know that uh, to an extent there are actually queries that. Um, it's it can't process properly and then we have the needs of the agents mm-hmm. so when it comes to the whole um agent part and the delay and the queue it's basically falls on um the organization that has the call center you know how many agents do we have available that are working on the um waiting queue and um, how fast are these agents actually processing the requests that come to them Obviously, the interactive um, voice response system that is mm-hmm. put in front of the agents actually helps to reduce this queue by, you know, handling some common issues that um, users call in with or for, but um, then most of the times it's not sufficient. In this case, I would seriously advise call center solutions to deviate from keeping people on a waiting queue because we know that call being on the call waiting is money. So um, I believe that um, call centers should more or less start um, implementing this callback system whereby, for me, I believe this is much better, whereby somebody calls in, give the person a number, and then the person can drop off the call and, you know, save their time, save time doing something else. And once an agent is available to attend to the person, the person can get a call back or get an SMS to call again. For me, I believe that um, that would actually help, but it's not actually an automation thing so okay ah, okay yeah. maybe maybe next time i'll learn to be patient but i already sorted that side <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm just thinking of, of another angle again like uh, i know these days i have friends who sell digital products they sell digital uh they render digital services and uh, people would have some problems or complaints and they already when i when i was talking to my friend about it said oh there's already faq uh, for troubleshooting and the likes of it. And I'm like, okay, what about if the person is struggling with something that is not on the FAQ? This chatbot system, so is it really going to be satisfying? That's that's basically my point. Because I'm a human. Sometimes I like to just talk to somebody and rant, like fully rant. <laughs> or if I'm patronizing a, a company and I really want to get the optimum or, or service that they offer, uh, can chatbot help me? Uh, in terms of communication, I'm looking at the barriers now. So, yeah, basically this is what I actually said in my speech about what I think when it comes to chatbots replacing people. So, yeah, just like you said, you like when you're talking to an actual person. Yes, so, now, um, are you not, are you not feeling my voice? Eh? Are you not feeling my <laughs> Sometimes I call these customer agents too, and I just talk to them nicely because some of them could be having like not so not so bright days. And when I call and I speak to them, I ended up like feeling relieved because ah, okay, someone listening to my complaint. And you know they're always patient. But robots, ah, you just be typing your question and they'll tell you is this what you want? Go straight. Ah, sometimes I'm in Nigeria. I just want to talk. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. So. My point is, like I said, the chatbots are not here to replace people. They are just here to assist. So they have their limits, mm-hmm. you know, because um, 
they can't actually do everything and cover all grounds okay, and let satisfy me, let me, let me, and let me and, and, okay. and satisfy everybody. Mm. So um, they are just there to assist. The truth is, they can't actually satisfy every need possible. There's still need for human interaction. There's still need for people to speak to someone and interact with someone and get a better understanding and relationship. Okay, I'm just going through some of my research that um, I did on this conversation and there's something called the customer routing. Is that something you can break down for people who are still uh, trying to get a hang of where this conversation is leading? Customer routing. Yeah. I mean, when, when you say routing, there are so many things that can be applied to that. So customer routing in what context? I mean, uh, for somebody who have like a small business or let's say not so big business and they're trying Mm -hmm. to use this technology and they want to know how they can move about it. Because first of all, they they really want to use this chatbot or this new technology to be able to attend to most of their customers. And their customers seems to be growing large and large and large every day. So they can't really attend to them with a fast response so they're looking at ways to just automate the system so the customer routing how does it work moving the customer around the, the software of the system i'm sorry i'm just asking this because i'm in people's head right now and i don't know i'm just getting all this information from them it's not me are you are you are you psychic i'm just I, no i i try to get the best from experts because um whether we like it or not some people would not be clear no matter how you explain, they will still have personal related questions that they want to ask. So I'm asking on their behalf. <laughs> okay, when you talk about customer routing, it's simply a topic of how you, like you said, mm. move the customer through your um, call center mm. um, system. So uh, who do you direct the customer to and all that? It's basically, who you direct the what queue you put the customer on so let's say you can have a queue for questions you can have a queue for issues you can have a queue for making purchases over the phone so and you can have routing that okay fine if this person wants to ask a question person goes to this queue this person wants to buy something goes to this queue and this person wants to do whatever and anything you don't just have these um, rules it's basically a set of rules that determine what queue the person joins, which agents the person is being directed to, and all that. So you can say, okay, if this person is having a technical issue, mm-hmm. you send him to a technical agent. If this person is having, uh, like, how will I put it, a, a personal issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe a health issue, you send the person to a health agent and all that. So that's basically what routing is. It's basically a set of rules that determine... And the direction you point your user once the person comes into your um, self-service system. See, I told you at the start that I'm just going to be picking your brains and ah, and I'm enjoying it. I'm loving all the response because it's kind of uh, giving me some answers that I'm okay with. Even though if they leave me on this show, me, I'm going to ask you questions till I break it down to the most simplest understandable it's good it's good i hope you're not tired yet i have just a few questions to go and this question i want to go away from chatbot right now uh let's come to info beep um at info beep give us um a brief of what you guys do over there and uh what you guys are offering what products what services you guys are offering 
Okay, so um, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a marketer, but I'll try. I believe I've already listed out a few things. So, like I said before, we are a communication service provider. We enable businesses to reach out to their customer over different channels and through different mechanisms. We have connections with channels like WhatsApp, Viber, and um, also SMS calls, um, emails, USSD, and yeah, we offer these um, different um, provisions for people to be able to um, build efficient communication solutions with their customers. So um, we also have these SaaS products. Like I said before, um, we have a chatbot builder, which is called Answers that um, allow people to easily um, build out the chatbots and deploy it um, on on different um, chat um, messaging applications that supports. Okay, we also have um, a call center solution called Conversations, which have pretty much everything we've talked about, like um, the agents, the queues, the routing, and all that and uh, we also have an engagement um, solution called moments whereby you can build out a flow that um, interacts with people based on different um, activities and uh, interactiveness with your organization so um, take for example if someone goes to your application and pick some item into the cart and don't check out you can actually contact the person on a later date and you know remind the person that you left some items in your cart do you do you need help and stuff like that ah so. <laughs> <laughs> i just I, I just had a flashback of all the cards i have stored on different online stores if they message me every day that would be a problem <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's not like um, an intrusion kind of stuff. It's just like uh, especially when month ending is around and their automated system is reminding me that you've selected some items. Do you still want to keep it? You know, that would be such a tough one. I think that's a good marketing time, strategy. Time, time to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a marketer. That was actually a very, very good one explaining what you guys do at InfoD. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you were not being a software engineer, what would you be doing? What other thing do you see yourself that you'd have been doing if you're not a software engineer? If I was not a software engineer, I would be a computer engineer. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to take you out of the tech space now. What would you actually love to uh, do that is not related to tech. I don't see it. <laughs> oh, so tech chose you, you chose tech. That's really good. That's really good. Kind of, yeah. Oh, kind of. <laughs> so give advice to people who are trying to uh, find their way around this tech career, still trying to go through the motion of uh, building de- themselves and also trying to catch up with uh, learning all they need to to advance in their career in technology. Aha, uh-huh. advice. Uh-uh. Give advice now that I've helped you. I'm sure there is something that you you actually pick up as motivation to get you going every day. Yeah, I mean, I I I believe we all, we all have the same advice. Work hard to succeed, focus, you know, just basically the normal stuff we you all see, hear. we don't have so, the same uh, advice. You say work hard every day because when you said work hard, do you know my mind just said play hard? 
Yeah, yeah, you also have to play hard, you know. If not, you get frustrated. I mean, why not? So, what do you do so, when you're frustrated? How do you ease off? There are a lot of things to do now. Watch you can movie, sleep, you can to... eat, you can watch a movie, mm. or you think about your life. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and ask God why you got into tech in the first why place. Why tech chose you? <laughs> I mean, you could have as well become a fisherman and. Well, some Enjoy people, fish. the money is the motivation, Sha. When they think about the money they're earning and uh, <laughs> they just get back to work. Me, I'm speaking for myself on that regard. Uh, you just get back uh, and uh, you keep pushing till you achieve the best. Thank you so much for your time on the show. It's been an interesting conversation with you, Jasper. All right. Thank you. So, um, okay, for that advice, then, let me see whether I can cook up something okay, real quick. Okay, let's go. Let's go. You have to read. You have to read a lot and you have to practice what you read and watch a lot of videos, <laughs> as many videos as you can watch. Basically, read about tech, read about um, any technology you want to go into. When you read, you can watch a video that will give you um, more insights on how to um, start implementing what you have read. Okay, and then after that you actually start implementing it's not going to be pretty but then you just keep doing it over and over again and um, you start getting used to certain things and uh, also for those in the learning stage you also need to um, one thing that helps is picking a project okay because um, trying things out at random might not actually make you focus but uh, you can just pick a project it can be something that already exists but you know you just feel that okay fine i let me just make a replica for myself you know you can either pick a project uh, or you can jump on any um, voluntary projects that are out there a lot of people are trying to um build some projects as startups and they're looking for people who will just you know volunteer but then I won't I won't really advise somebody that is just starting off to jump on a production project because mm. <laughs> but then <laughs> But then yeah, you know, read, um, watch a video, definitely practice what you have read and watched and um put that into a project. There's no prayer. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you need prayer. <laughs> When the book don't I mean, you go where you don't know. You just need prayer <laughs> to come back. I'm so, sure. I mean, sure. So I'm just you, thinking you what advice you'd give to maybe a software engineer that is not getting uh, maximum satisfaction with his job or what he's doing at the moment. So, um, give give that person like you also an advice, like your guy, your guy, but it's not just getting that happiness or this chill feeling that you have. <laughs> It depends on your guy is on <laughs> a three, you are on a eight. Like, it's, yeah, now it, it, it depends on what is making the person unhappy. Is okay. it, it depends on whether it's financials or whether he's finding it difficult mm-hmm. to get things done. Mm-hmm. So, what unhappiness are we looking at? Uh, you said it. <laughs> Because unhappiness have category. Some people is just yeah, yeah, and, you know. and their mood is going to change from from zero to one hundred fast, fast. Other people they just need to see uh, probably the face of their loved one, or uh, some people just need to get encouragement or support with uh, what they're doing. 
just uh, to tell them that keep going. Uh, you've come this far. Believe in what you're doing. I think I've given the advice by myself. Jasper, you see. Thank you so much, Jasper, for your time on the show. It's really nice talking to you. I I enjoyed this conversation. It's more chilled. It's, it's, I, I just believe that the people listening would be able to pick some important information. And uh, if they like to connect, how can they connect with you? Maybe to ask their own personalized questions. Okay, so I believe you can contact me on LinkedIn. Let's let's go with LinkedIn, you know, then from, the, from there. So what's your name on LinkedIn? Can. My name on LinkedIn is my name, Jasper Nedechukwu. Okay. So, so the same so can just... Instagram also, guys. I went to look for Jasper Hanelechuku. Yes, expose yourself, please. <laughs> I went into his DM. That's also something I'm encouraging people to do. When you see people who are relevant uh, to what you're doing, uh, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to uh, slide into their DMs. You just might get a positive response. So uh, that's my advice to wrap up the show. Thank you so much, Jasper, for your time on the show. You've made everything warm, warm, warm today. I don't even feel the cold no more. Thanks for sharing <laughs> knowledge with us. It's always um, wonderful to have people share what they know with us on the show. Nice having you. Any All last right, word you'd like you. to give? Any last word or you've exhausted your... Let me tell you guys, Jasper does not like talking. He was asking me, this this show that you're inviting me for, will it be like a long speech? I'm like, speech or choir? You're just coming <laughs> to tell us some things, to ask questions. So maybe Jasper was expecting that you will come to the podium or auditorium and be at the front and give you guys a life-saving speech. But thank you. You did, actually. You did. Hopefully, we connect next time from my decks. I'm wishing you a very, very lovely week full of achievement and success. And do have yourself a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thank you. And yes, guys, that's Jasper. Really nice talking to people. He just kind of feels like a friend. Yeah, I slid into his DM. Don't mind me, guys. I slid into his DM to request that he comes on the show. Uh, They've been on other bigger platforms. So um, I got out to look for these people for you guys because we're all learning on this show. I'm learning, you're learning, and we're all moving forward. One advancement and one broadcast at a time. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.